Well, bless the Lord one more again. Um, it's your boy one more time coming before you. I've been coming before you for the last five um, broadcast podcasts, uh, speaking on the book uh, written by this author, who um, definitely um, touched some nerves and definitely did some things um, as far as um, dealing with sexual relationships, sexual temptations, sexual entrapments, and and now as we're speaking of in our spirit and my spirit and our spirit, um, there needs to be another book written uh, concerning different things um, involving sexual relations. Now, also, I want you to make this as clear. I want to make something very perfectly clear. No writing that we're doing today um, replaces the Bible. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But some people often need a little help. They need some extra motivation. They need interpretation. They need different things, uh, revelation, different things to get them into the word of God and for they can see exactly what the word of God is saying to them uh, in these days and times. A lot of people have um, said, well, what does the Bible have to do with me today? And how's the Bible? And they actually make the statement saying the Bible doesn't deal with my situation, the situations of the day. And that's uh, perfectly quite plainly false <laughs> it's timeless because as you can see that's a new under the sun that's nothing new under the sun hallelujah things that you think you think you got it going on you think you're doing something new that's nothing new under the sun things you've done has already been done before people inventing different ways of sin those that sin has been done before <laughs> uh, that lie you told has been lied on before different things and so, but this is the era of the new. Everybody want to have something new. And well, I got a new. Well, guess what? Your mercy of the Lord is renewed every morning. Um, I want to read. We basically read. This book is only five chapters. So if you're not a big reader or a reader that um you have to have, you know, I mean, some people have to. Nowadays, they listen to books on, on, on podcasts and CD and radio because they, and sometimes when you're reading, a lot of people get reary. When they're reading and they fall asleep when they're reading, no matter how good or bad. Sometimes a book is, they just fall asleep or, you know. People nowadays, they, they their attention span is different than what it was years ago. I mean, with the inventions of Facebooks and your Twitters and your, um, your Snapchats, your TikToks, and all that stuff we got going on today. So people's attention span, attention span is just not what it used to be. And so this is a good book to read if you only... Um, you can read this book probably in an hour and a half, five chapters. And I, I will leave it alone and let you know exactly who written the book. Actually, the book is written by author Tim McAvey Lee. <laughs> That's right. Um, and if you want this book that I've been talking about and when I was dealing with um, the name, actually the name of the book is called The Sexual Demon in the Church. But... It only not only deals with church folk, it deals with um, folks who you may not be in somebody's church. You may be trying to get over an ex. You may be trying to get over an ex-husband. You may be trying to get over an ex-wife. You may be a sex addict. You may be someone who secretly, uh, you know, you just feel like you just got to have it all the time and and all these things that going on with you. Well, if you're trying to get over an addiction, if you're trying to get over an ex you're trying to do some strategies maybe together to something that you might not have thought of before this is a good book to have you can get this book first place you can get it is barnes and nobles online bookstore 
Barnes and Noble's online bookstore. Just log into Barnes and Noble's online bookstore. Type in the name, author Tim McAvey Lee. Type in the title, Sexual Demon in the Church, and it should pop up. The next place you can get this book is. The next place you can get this book is. Glory to God. eBay. I know a lot of people don't deal with eBay no more. I guess. <laughs> For some reason eBay is going out of style. You know, everybody's doing Amazon now. But eBay is another place you can get this book. Another source you can get this book is go to Google and Google the name, search the name, author Tim McAvey Lee, and all kind of different spots, uh, what have you, will go up, go on there to get this book. Also, you can email me. At H Lee, that's H Lee, eight seven zero at live dot com. Email me, I'll get this book in your hands. And one other way, you can send me a message directly. Now I'm giving this book out free to the first twenty five people who want um who want a copy. But email me at um or email or you can text me at eight seven zero seven two four four three four one. 870-724-4341. And that's all, all the ways you can get this. I can get this material into your hands. I will send it to you free of charge um, for the first 25 people who want want this book. And I want to read the conclusion of this book. I mean, you've been with me on the podcast quite some times. My last five broadcasts have been about this book that I've been reading out of, dealing with the sexual demon in church. And the conclusion, I just want to read the conclusion of this. Uh, it says, this is just a few lessons on the sexual demon of the church and how it comes and to destroy lives, ministries, marriages, and minds. Knowledge is power. We know that people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge. I pray that you will never give in to the to fight and get rid of sexual perversion in your life. You are not alone in this fight. There are many out there whom struggle daily with the demonic attack. You'd be surprised how many folks right now struggling with this thing that I'm speaking on right now. And you don't think it because of their title. You don't think it because of their wardrobe, or because of where they live, or because how many times they've been called in to preach to somebody's church, or because uh, because of their a doctor, or a lawyer, or a CEO, or the bum on the street. People are struggling in different ways, and you don't even know it. But you can't see it based off how they look. And they sure in the sale ain't going to let you know anything. Oh, yeah, people with titles, people with some kind of notoriety, they ain't going to let you know nothing about them as far as that is concerned. So you instantly think. So that's why you all secretly from bundled up because you think, well, nobody else is struggling. I, I can't come out there and say what's going on with me. I can't get prayer for this. And so you left struggling day in and day out. Well, this is a man of God, the one that's speaking to you now that you can trust to pray for you. And then help you through your journey. And watch this. It says, I wrote this book not because I am perfect. I wrote this book out of obedience to, to God. My brother, I count not myself to have apprehended or already made perfect. But this one thing that I do, forgetting those things that are behind me, I press towards the mark when Christ comes, I may be found worthy to receive my mercy from the Lord. If you have been never been through anything, then why are you preaching, teaching, or writing? I've been through something that, and trust me, the greatest anointing comes from people who have been there and done that. That is why oftentimes I cannot get with youngsters or novice. 
when they go forth with a word, it's cute. It's cool to see them at a young age preaching or teaching. But what have you they been through? I was once a young man myself. I first started off in ministry in my early 20s. Uh, anointed, I believed, and appointed, I believed, and different things. Shouting, dancing, running owls, speaking in tongues, all that good stuff. And I had become arrogant, judgmental. This dangerous because when you have not been through anything, <laughs> now you're trying to judge everybody else because what they're going through. Here you are, you just getting saved. Now you're judging the person that's been saved 15 years saying, man, you should be further than this. Man, you should be happier than that. Man, you shouldn't be struggling with that demon. You know what kind of power we got? But you haven't been through anything. Sometimes you just got to shut up. And learn what's going on. Learn people. Go through something. So before you open your mouth in judgment for, from another person, first consider yourself, lest you also be tempted. And that's what I'm saying when I say. And watch this, what else he says. He says, to young people, what bills have you had to pay and then I have the money when you are only in your teens? The glory of God comes in when somebody tells you that you can come out of the, this because I've been through it and came out. What the devil meant for evil, God will turn it around for your good. Fight the enemy with the sword of the spirit and get the Holy Ghost because without him, you are fighting a losing battle. Get on a pastor with power and authority because in these days and times and Weak preaching and teaching will not work. You must also understand that you cannot do this alone. You must fast, pray, and know the Lord for yourself. Get rid of your black book. <laughs> Secret emails, mistresses, and concubines. I don't think people have black books nowadays. Back in the day, people, we didn't, we didn't have cell phones. We only had the, the pay phone or the house phone. They would have, like, they keep the people keep their addresses in the books, little black books. And people had a little black book and they got all their females and and, and for, you know, ladies may have their black books and they got all the men that they call in there. People don't have black books nowadays. We just got you no know, cell phones and emails and maybe in different things on a phone. But you get the point, right? When the flesh wants you to eat, you eat. The flesh will say, sleep, I am tired, and you obey your flesh. In these last days, no longer be controlled by the flesh, but by the spirit. If the spirit says that man is not right, then do not date him or sleep with him. The Holy Ghost tells you that a woman is not submitted to God. And then do not marry her. The flesh and the spirit would always be contrary to one another because the flesh wants sex, but the spirit wants freedom from sin. It is oftentimes that we find ourselves doing things that we know that's not going to work out. And I'm talking about the men of God. Now, men of God, they, men of God get married to the women that they know that it's not going to work out. Perhaps sometimes women get married to men and they know that man ain't they know that man ain't working. Here you is you want a man that works right, but you're gonna marry a man that ain't gonna don't have a job. Now you know that's not gonna work out. You wanna you you marrying somebody who can't submit to their pastor and yet, and yet you you expecting um an orderly household. You know that ain't gonna work out. You you you're trying to um get with somebody who don't take care of themselves or their bills or the, and you know good and well you're gonna be in debt. You know? Sometimes we already know what's going on before it happens, but we just for some reason, we think we have the power to change people, and we don't. We don't. We don't have the power to change. And the only person that can change people is, is God. And you can change yourself with a changed mind. But the only person that can change someone is God. 
and you can change yourself or to change mine. But don't think for a minute that you're so cute that you can change him. Don't think you're just so sexy that you can change him. Don't think you can so you're so you know nice that his children will obey you. Don't think you're so clean and so that you can keep the house so nice and clean that the kids won't come and mess it up. <laughs> so yes, yes, yes. So we we I can sometimes we gotta consider what we're doing because oftentimes we're getting too old to say I was played. We're getting too old to say he deceived me. We've been around the block too many times to say, well, it didn't work out because he lied. No, it's, it's it, at, at a certain age, I think our problems are our problems. No matter, you know, we can't continue to blame someone else for us. And that's a hard pill to swallow, ain't it? But it got, it's, called, it's all cause for growing up. So God wants us to grow up. He wants to grow in grace and the knowledge of the Son of God. What, what else? We, he, um, lastly. And some Christians may say, I do pray. And that is good. But do you fast? Fasting disciplines your body and lets the spirit take control. And that is a big area in our lives, in my life, your life, all our lives that we got to get into. We pray, but we're not fasting. Let us start praying and fasting. Let's set aside a day for fasting and prayer. And that's what we got to do in 2021. Because we already see how it's starting off. Because I don't know if you've been looking at the news. But I don't know if you've been looking at the news or what happened at the Capitol. I know sometimes we think that things don't affect us. Yeah, it is. It has a lot of stuff to do with us in some kind of way. <laughs> Can we go deeper? What else he says in this? When you, listen, this is what it says. When you see a fine man, of course, your flesh wants him, but the spirit will control your mouth around him. What you need to, to understand, my friends, is that if you feel your flesh lusting, that does not mean there is something wrong with you. It just means you're human. <laughs> see, God didn't save you from being human. God didn't save your flesh. Human is the flesh. In case you didn't, didn't know. So God didn't save his flesh. He saved your spirit, your soul. <laughs> I know so, so the problem in church is folks didn't tell us that our flesh wasn't saved. So if the flesh isn't saved, the flesh still going to get tired. The flesh still going to want what it wants. The flesh still going to try to do what it wants to do. Hallelujah. Watch this. God knows we are nothing but dust, but also on the inside of us is God's spirit. This teaching or information that you you just cannot get in church, unfortunately, did you know that the Bible is full of sex? The Bible is your guide to sex. In every single book of the Bible, you can find sex. And that is something I will show you in the next book. Dealing with the sexual demon in the Bible. <laughs> uh, dealing with the sexual demon in the Bible. It's a spirit that men have been dealing with since the beginning of time. God bless you and keep you. Like I'm saying, I hope um, to hear from you soon. God bless you and keep you. Listen, there may be a book on the inside of you. My mentor once told me this. Uh, she she says oftentimes when she passed through the graveyard, she says some of the most talent. That's where the most talent is. It's in that graveyard. Because that's where the most gifts is in that graveyard. Because there was a people who didn't act on that gift and act on that talent and act on the things that did. And they took it to their grave. Listen, I implore you right now, don't take that prayer to the grave. Don't take the anointing to the grave. No, don't take your gifts to the grave, baby. Don't take that love to the grave. Most importantly, don't take hatred to the grave. Forgive right now. If you got it, uh, anything against anybody, forgive right now.
because hate is hard. But love covers a multitude of sins. God bless you and keep you. Listen, if it's a word, then I must have did it. And it's not that I wasn't with it. Stay committed.